0: Hey everybody, it's Lori with the Catch a Pocket Podcast, and today, episode 43, Amy Bobber. Who is Amy Bobber? She is an artist, and if you haven't heard of her yet, you will, because she has more talent in her little finger than I have in my entire body, and that is not a lie. You will hear and see things about her again, if she, you know, pursues art, because What I've seen is a masterful, masterful talent. And so I hope you go check her out. I'm going to leave Amy's links in the bio. I'm going to put as much information as I can in this podcast because you need to follow her and you need to subscribe to her and you need to watch her if she continues um, this journey she's on with the um, contemporary realism art that she's doing now. Um, as always, don't forget to like and follow the Catch a Pocket Podcast. I appreciate it. I appreciate every bit of feedback I get. You can email me at catchapocket at gmail.com. And with that, here's my next guest, Amy Bobber. Amy Bobber and she's a great artist emerging not even emerging really because you're really just great. <laughs>
1: well, I mean you. in general <laughs>
0: you're probably top notch level stuff for the city even you know like whether they're 73 years old and been doing this all their life or like you who are 19 years old or 20 years old 19 19, yeah. 19 I'll years be 20
1: old? in May. <laughs> okay.
0: Um and and you're just excellent just Gifted, talented person. So uh, we're gonna start from where you were born and kind of move ourselves up to today.
1: Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Cool. So um, I was born uh, May 2002 um, in Seattle, Washington. Okay. My family's kind of moved around all over um, before they lived in California and. They were in Washington because my dad is in aerospace, so kind of had to move around. Okay. And um,
0: That's what I was going to say. Was it Boeing at the time? Yeah. Uh-huh.
1: <laughs> yeah. And so we, we only lived there for about six months, and I was a little disappointed. Of course, now looking back, I I love Washington so much, and I definitely want to move back there sometime. Oh, yeah. Then I grew up in Texas, in Fort Worth. That's near Dallas, and I we lived there for about 10 years, and so that's where a lot of my childhood was, and... I was homeschooled for um, second grade until eighth grade. So okay. I was at home a lot just making art. <laughs> Do you have uh, and brothers and sisters? Yeah, I have two older sisters. Um, one, the oldest, she's 26, and then the other 25. So you were all together getting homeschooled together at that yeah. time? Mm-hmm. Okay. And so I think, like, looking back, for a while I was like, I wish I had the opportunity to go outside and interact with people like be more social but at the time I was more of an introverted person it was really difficult for me to have these social interactions so I was in public school for kindergarten first grade but it was just so hard I think I had really really bad anxiety or something yeah. so staying home and having that closer bond with my family like my mom and my sisters, helped a lot with me and right. especially having the freedom to really be as creative as I wanted to any time of day. My mom always had our supplies out or anything. And I was always, whether if it wasn't art, it was something else. Like I always wanted to create. Mm -hmm. Like I would, I'd call myself an inventor. <laughs> I would I would be like a weather girl. I'd pretend to film my mom cooking and be like a TV show and okay. make my own fake restaurants and stuff. And she I just had a very
0: active imagination. Oh yeah,
1: yeah. <laughs> always writing stories and comic books and
0: awesome. and then
1: later on, um, after we moved here to Wichita, that was in 2011, okay. and I was about probably nine years old and. Mm-hmm. Still having the adjustment of, like, missing my friends from right. Texas. I didn't know anyone here. Kind of just feeling really isolated. And I definitely felt even more art as an escape in a good way. Right. Like, this helped me through so much. So um, Just the
0: art in general. Like, being able to do something that took your mind off of whatever, whatever you was negative that you were, might be thinking in your mind is that what you're saying
1: oh yeah oh, okay yeah. and because if before it was um like growing up I will say I had a very strict household so a lot of things were hard to express myself in certain avenues so mm-hmm. being able to especially like write stories in these characters I'd kind of reflect myself through them and kind of express myself that way and pretend to be them in a way but um and then um I started up in high school uh, that's when I started public school again and I went to northeast and they have did you have
0: to fight your mom and dad to get to go to public school actually or did they 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 wanted me to good idea
1: (laughs) they wanted me to um for eighth grade um they said Amy you're going back to public school and um at first I was like not on board at all because it's such a hard adjustment after so many years of being at home right I didn't know how to deal with people Uh and so I I was no I was nervous at first but I definitely needed it yeah and I kind of saw the more I thought about the benefit of I mean
0: I, I needed friends and right I and having to deal with people that you're not familiar with is kind of a good skill to have as an artist even because you have people that approach you and ask you questions about your art and they're strangers and oh exactly you
1: know. <laughs> exactly yeah and at that time I still wasn't really sure what I wanted to do I was still really young uh, for the longest time I wanted to be I was torn between a comic book artist or a musician uh-huh. I um another thing I did during this time um was school of rock I don't know if you know yeah then. yeah Is I, it know a, it, I know I like know it a, like a like a here in kids- Wichita yeah it was wonderful. I, I think I started it seventh grade. Oh, cool. and um it it helped me a lot, especially during that transition period of gaining confidence. yeah. and it was like once I'm on stage, I'm a different person. Yeah. and I can finally express myself in ways <laughs> cool. like I can't do this in front of other people. It's like you would think that would be it was actually easy to perform in front of people. Way harder just talking for, to someone for you. For you, yeah. Some people it's not
0: like me. You yeah. know? I start getting into my head. If I, yeah,
1: it was. It was really fun. I did that for about five years. I played guitar and I sang. Cool. And I was I a shredder. I saw you
0: because I I saw them play at like the River Festival a few oh, times. Oh yeah, and, and uh, just all this, yeah. just the little gigs that you guys would do. Mm-hmm. I would. Probably pop into those once in a while, and I thought, man, this is the coolest thing ever. I wish they <laughs> would have had that when I was a kid because it looked yeah. fun.
1: It was definitely a wonderful opportunity, especially for other kids my age, just having the chance to perform in front of people. Yeah. Because it's hard to really make your own band, and especially with <laughs> these like teenagers trying to organize yourself and sure. amongst yourselves. But having that program where we're all kind of working
0: together with adults also. There's like coaching.
1: Mm -hmm. adults
0: that kind of have you do things like did you play the guitar before you started school of rock or yeah okay and did everybody play their instruments before and they get put together or did someone like i never played bass before but here play the bass i'll show you how
1: so what it was um with school of rock to be in the performances you had to also be taking lessons there Mm -hmm. um some kids already had experience before they came but a lot of the students were taking lessons there as well but the teachers were great they were they were so fun it was just a wonderful experience and I met a lot of um a couple of the people I met there we ended up forming our own band and that lasted for a couple years and it's it's not anymore no Uh, (laughs) they're doing their own thing what was the
0: name of it Valley View (laughs) okay well maybe you have something out there on the internet um Uh, we're going to, I'm going to link all of your new stuff that you have and your links to your Instagram. And uh, I saw your TikTok and I really love TikTok. <laughs> I think it's the most fun thing, but it, I mean, to be creative with uh, yeah. that's out there right now. But, but then again, it might just be a fad in the dark. Who knows? <laughs> I'm going know, flash in the pan or whatever, but, um, okay. So you play music, you, you had a band Mm -hmm. and you're still doing you're honing your art at the same time I mean you're very creative so you you're a filmmaker as well right you're Mm -hmm. dabbling in in that yeah and uh, so
1: I'm very much during this time scattering like my interests I want to do everything and um art was always something as just like a little side hobby thing during this time and I still always enjoy doing it because it's been something i was doing since i was a kid like just drawing or whatever and um during this time i was really focusing on music like early high school and then also early high school i found out about filmmaking yeah and i so that's
0: northeast magnet
1: yeah okay northeast magnet i had this one project in english class we had to make a short script and then film it and then this was like an awakening. <laughs> and, you loved it. Oh, yeah. I went ham on this project. Everyone did like probably five pages script. I did like 20. And it was oh, like right. a 20-minute long film. Everyone's was <laughs> like three minutes. <laughs> but we ended up being able to show at the Warren oh, cool. during this time, like the final project, everything.
0: Was that at Pallograph?
1: Um, No. It oh. was um, our teacher was ended up talking to – the Warren guy, I don't know his uh. name, when it was still Warren. And uh-huh. he was able to get us a spot there just awesome. for one night. And seeing my stuff on the big screen, I was like, this is what I meant to do. Yeah, it's awesome. And it was amazing. Even though the audio was so bad, it was just not a little tiny camera. Uh-huh. So it was very bad quality. But I was like, still I'm cool, gonna though. do this. Yeah. 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 And then so that was what I was dedicated to for my um, most of my high school uh-huh. year. And I since Northeast is like a specific like science law and art mm-hmm. I was in the art program right art classes are very intensive so I was always doing art still even though I was doing filmmaking like on my own so mm-hmm. I was during this time also I realized I love classical art because before right. I was really into anime <laughs> style right because right, you were talking about comic modern. books right yeah, and, you're yeah. In that
0: kind of. and
1: more just contemporary and then I started researching more art history and I thought, I really like, you know, Baroque, Rococo, Renaissance type of stuff. And I thought, I I was trying to replicate this style. And then um, I was, because I did acrylics during this time. And Uh um, I realized I I need to learn oil painting to do anything like this, especially with portraits. And I, like, what made you know
0: that? Like your teacher at school or reading it or just watching a bunch of youtube videos or I,
1: all I think the things at first it was me i kind of realized acrylics aren't going to work with this because mm-hmm. um people don't know acrylics dry super fast or like a plastic based paint mm-hmm. and um they don't blend at all they okay. dry within like five minutes <laughs> and being able to have like the smooth softness of like these renaissance paintings you need something that can blend well and uh. dry s- in a really long time so, um, I didn't really, I heard about oil painting like here and there, didn't know much about it. And right. I just knew that it was expensive, took forever to dry. And I probably would never try it Right. because I was just so intimidated by it. And then, um, I think it was one of my art teachers. Yeah. They, they mentioned like, you probably should try oil painting. And right. so we didn't have much supply at schools because of how expensive it is but um actually i this all goes back to thanking my mom she was actually the one who helped me start oil painting because um one time i had a gig with school rock kids Uh at the art museum and they were having like a an outdoor like art festival with like booths and stuff so my when i was performing my mom was walking around and she um runs into this artist, Ernest Vincent Wood. Okay. And he is this, like, amazing, like, local painter. He is, like, the best, like, contemporary classical artist okay. that I've seen. And so she got his contact info, and she said, you know, I have this daughter, she's 15, she's really trying to get into the classical art, would you be willing to teach her? Mm-hmm. And he said, um, you know, I usually don't teach, but, you know, I'll invite her over, we'll have dinner together, I'll get to know her, mm-hmm. and see, you know, if she's <laughs> truly dedicated. Right. Um,
0: and so, we talked to him, and I was his only student, and he's like, okay, I'll, I'll teach you. Yeah. So, um, so, something in your interaction together, he, he took to you, so he was right. Oh yeah.
1: yeah, and I think if I, looking back, if I would not have taken lessons from him, I you would be right where you are. Oh, not at all. Yeah, not at all. And I, I think it was like every other week, I had like a two-hour lesson with him, and he helped me a lot with like technical stuff, uh-huh. like lighting and colors. And um, he started me out with just like the three primaries and uh-huh. trying to mix any colors we see right. from just these three, and that wow. helped me so much. Just right. little things, and he's just—he's so good. I can go on and on about how wonderful <laughs> he is, but. He helped me so do much. Do you still
0: do you still go paint with him or not anymore?
1: Um since the pandemic and after high school, mm-hmm. not that much. Not as much. Yeah, and especially now that I've become more advanced on my own. Uh-huh. Um he was really good for helping me with the basics uh-huh. and starting out, but now since I'm I'm focused more on refining my own style uh-huh. and so
0: and that's like my n- neo Classical? Is that what you would consider your style?
1: I guess so. Yeah, yeah. I. It could, there's a lot of different things you could call it, like sure. classical, like contemporary classical. Some of my stuff is surreal. I was I was, I was su-
0: calling it surreal. realism, but somebody else said, you know, it's not realism unless it's during this time period or this time period, and I'm not exactly the most uh, advanced knowledgeable person in the art world so i'm like well it looks real to me and, <laughs> and they say it's called neo-realism usually mm-hmm. if you want to be accurate and i'm like okay but <laughs> it's wonderful what you're doing it's kind of fantasy realism or something like that i think Thank and you. it's just like you could i mean it looks just <laughs> like the person I don't know how you capture it like that, but it's amazing. It's just... Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. So it really takes a master's touch. <laughs> yeah.
1: Yeah, I think it's it's a lot of trial and error. Yeah. And, of course, what a lot of people don't see is all my past art and the pieces along the way, just, like, the drawings. And I definitely didn't start out this way. It took... I think I started art when I was, like, three. Yeah. And of course, I was very... bottom of the barrel type art like kid
0: art right but
1: at least I was still always trying to improve and always trying to challenge myself and whether it be like with style or just you know look of it and I definitely feel like I found what I meant to do and I can find a voice in the type of
0: art I do now right oh that's really that's really poignant because uh, I feel like that too, like when you see your art now, I, I see some of your art from the past because of what you've posted or something like that, but I don't know from three years old to now, you know, (laughs) but what I do see is this, uh, this vision of, you can see the light and things that it's, it's amazing how you can see it and then be able to articulate it onto a, a board. I just, um, I think... You know, I hope you go further and, you know, I can't wait to see what happens next, you know, because you are only 19 years old. So there is so much more, you know, for you to do. You could become a major filmmaker or something like that, too. Your passions take you wherever you want to go. So what is your next step? Like, what does 2022 have in your future that you know of, that you're thinking
1: so I do like to set goals and mm-hmm. even if I don't know exactly what I'm gonna do it's I still like to have a general idea of things to motivate myself so this year my goal is to have a more cohesive like style to myself because throughout you know the past few years of doing art a lot of it is trying to you know replicate my influences mm-hmm. with with which is like the dark, dramatic renaissance art. But I have been liking more of, like, brighter color schemes and mm. pastels. And I feel like that's more of my personality. Mm-hmm. But still incorporating the dramatic emotion of these older paintings, trying to blend them two together. Right. They're, they're to my in- inspirations. But trying. I've been trying to also learn, like, just because I like something doesn't mean I have to make make that. Right. And also why am I making something that looks like others when they can just people can go to theirs? I want to find a reason why people are going to specifically me for okay. my art and like having personal stories
0: in my pieces, becoming more personal with what I make. Yeah. So you're learning how to to uh, bridge the two things together better. Mm-hmm. That's your goal for the year? Oh is yeah. to get those that bridge in, into this niche that's just you yeah Uh, and and continuing on probably into your future and stuff Mm -hmm. like that so your pieces that you have right now at 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 the gallery downtown 12 yeah gallery 12 um that all has kind of a theme to it Mm -hmm. so talk about that just a little bit so because I want people to go down the gallery 12 and go see it up close because it does change it when you see it in real life
1: oh yeah oh yeah um so the ones i have at gallery 12 i have a wall there that i'm renting Mm -hmm. um and a lot of those are like the more dark dramatic type of theme um they're mainly like reds i i do love reds Mm -hmm. painting reds (laughs) and like the richness of that and um one of the paintings i have up there gosh i changed out a couple of them so i'm trying to remember but I know one of them for sure, It I just put, it's called Valentine, and it's just this, this girl sitting and holding a heart.
0: Mm, like a uh, real heart. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's bloody. Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> and so that one is a lot, I like to leave mine kind of ambiguous, but still have a lot of symbolism in them, so like the audience can kind of interpret their own way, like what they think this symbol means. Uh-huh. This one's more of this like overcoming a, past love or whatever mm-hmm. and she doesn't have a look of like despair it's you kind of wonder like is she happy uh, right. about this or is she you know oh she's overcoming so right and gosh that, oh yeah the main one the yeah. main one I have there it's called vessel and this one actually took me I think about nine months it's it's a big piece there you've been
0: working on it and working on it
1: because mm-hmm, it had many stages that's mm-hmm. a lot of my paintings have many stages I have an idea and then the middle of it I'm like this is not what I want I don't like how this is looking I don't like the you know the pieces like the symbolism in this one it's not what my intentions are and just trying to decipher what I actually want in my head because mm-hmm. I know it but at the same time I don't so right. trying to figure that and time out. Time <laughs> is
0: changing things as you're going mm-hmm. as well probably. Yeah.
1: yeah and so this one it's probably one of my most symbolic pieces and it's this girl she's kind of a little bit lifeless or just has a look of just somberness on her face mm-hmm. and she's she's grasping her chest and out of her chest um a red ribbon spirals out and uh, floats oh. to the sky and on the sky and the center it's like almost like an eye but like the brightness of the heavens okay and so floating up the um the duality of it is like um the body versus the mind or just uh. um like body versus like the spirit or okay. what we view like a soul
0: a yeah. <laughs> <laughs> <I laughs> soul it. is and
1: yeah I'm not religious but I do like religious symbolism mm-hmm. or like what people could interpret as religious symbolism and I, I do like to have opportunities for people to have their own personal reflection sure. on pieces that could move them in their own way yeah. and I don't like to have something too specific of a meaning um, I might have a meaning, but I definitely would prefer, like, people to have their – draw their own meanings for me. Yeah. That.
0: I think that's so true with with songwriting and everything that everyone I've ever – interviewed it seems like it's good to have your own kind of meaning behind something but you don't want to give away your whole self to someone Mm -hmm. you want them to use their self in order to interpret your art Mm -hmm. and that makes it even a better thing because you get the synergy factor in there so that's cool Uh, oh that's (laughs) really cool um so on the catch your pocket podcast i always ask person I'm interviewing for a story of inspiration. So I was wondering if you might, um, share a story of inspiration, whether that be something that inspired you or just something you heard that you found inspiring that could help someone else down the line.
1: Yeah. So I, this is more of a personal thing. Um, but this was a few years ago. Um, there was this girl that i had heard of she was this local model and um i heard of her through like friends at school and i just know she was successful and i was always so intimidated by her <laughs> and i don't know i think it was just something with like seeing other girls my age be successful and that's what i want to be and i think just like that competitiveness between me and whoever and um she started dating one of my good friends who i did theater with and um so i i was always so scared to talk to her (laughs) and um but i thought you know what i'm going to overcome my fears i want to because she seemed nice but Mm. i didn't i've always struggled with you know talking to people and approaching people and i thought you know what i'm going to ask her if i could paint her and so i did and um she was like yeah sure um we'll we'll do that and so she came over to my house it was going to be like a very quick thing like i'll just set this up Mm -hmm. we'll shoot whatever and (laughs) you're good but then like the more i talked to her she was very very sweet and um then we just like made bracelets <laughs> <just> <laughs> spontaneously, right? And we started talking more. And um, I've now done like two paintings of her, and oh, we're wow. best friends now. And one of those paintings went over to um, the Washington D.C. Capitol Building.
0: Oh wow! Last year,
1: and is it still there? Or is it? It was no, not anymore. I think I got it back last year it was up there for a year so like an
0: exhibit that they just Mm -hmm. have up there
1: yeah it was like a nationwide thing and each congressperson per state um picks um a piece that's been submitted um so i think it was just looking back i'm kind of inspired by myself through having like overcoming my fears and having the courage to talk to people and from that like I I would have still viewed her as, like, this, like, so scared of her, this this intimidating person, but now we ha- we're best friends. Yeah. And a w- beautiful friendship has blossomed from that. And now, like, a couple other times, um, like, this person I worked I worked across the street from, mm-hmm. I saw him, I'm like, I'm going to be bold. So I told <laughs> him, I was like, I like your face. I want to paint you. <laughs> and yeah. And that's how you
0: approach your people now.
1: Oh, yeah. (laughs) and (laughs) I've found probably the best friendships from that. Really? Because they're
0: just, I don't know. It's It's more intimate. It's like you and them and you talk and you Mm -hmm. get to know them.
1: Yeah. And I've always struggled with talking to people and I'm just a shy person. Mm -hmm. And so finding ways for me to be bold is and trying to become like, who I wanna be. Yeah. And a better version of myself and people who can help me with that. It's
0: it's it's nice. Yeah. That is inspiring. I hope that people um, hear your words and take your advice and just make that first step and you never know, you might find a best friend out of the whole oh, yeah. thing. <laughs> That's cool. So what does the future hold for you right now that you know of? I mean, are you working on a new set of pieces to Mm-hmm. send out there to the world or
1: oh yeah so this year I mentioned before I wanted to kind of work on my own style I have I like to plan out my pieces mm-hmm. with like theme and look and stuff sure so this year I have about 15 paintings planned okay. and I don't know if I'll finish them all this year but at least I want to try to have as much done because starting next year I want to um Start going to school at KU for art history. Okay,
0: that's what my next question was <laughs> going to be. Are you going to go back to school? Yeah,
1: yeah I, was, I was definitely not considering it. Really? But I I thought, you know, it's a great way to network. Mm-hmm. And also, I've always had the, the urge to learn more. Mm-hmm. And I love art history, so I thought, might as well. And especially yep. Lawrence, where KU the school is. Um, I heard their art community is really good. Too. It is. It really mm-hmm. is
0: supportive and good and mm-hmm. and um I think you'll find a lot of interesting people to cross the street for, you know what yeah. I mean? <laughs> and
1: yeah, just trying to branch out more because for the longest time I've just been sticking to Wichita and mm-hmm. Wichita galleries, but like, there's Hutchinson, which I just had a show a couple of days ago, and I got first place, awesome. <laughs> which yeah. I was beautiful. And, and
0: then there's Salina. you, and... you've got a talent that's <laughs> so, I feel so honored to have you here because I feel like someday you're going to be famous. And I'm not <laughs> kidding either. It's like you, you. are so talented, Thank and you. I hope for that to happen. I mean, as long as it's the good thing to happen to you and don't get run over by a bunch, of you know gross people i hate those people but you know you got friends here in wichita mm-hmm. and i'm glad you're a northeast graduate because my son goes to northeast oh really and is a gr- graduating this next year so um you know that class of 2020 though is the code class oh yeah so you got the code <laughs> oh my class. goodness man that must have been so strange I always i work for the school district so i always mm-hmm. think what are these kids going through, you know? It must be, this is crazy to me. I just can't, I just can't even. I
1: think there's something about that because it was the latter half of my senior year is when COVID started. Mm -hmm. And that's when like all of our fun stuff was planned. Right. it just doesn't feel complete. Like it just, it feels like there's something missing. So I'm always (laughs) stuck in that mindset of like, oh yeah, I'm not in high school anymore. I don't know, like... I I've just lost my perception of time
0: yeah I think everyone did a little bit because (laughs) I always go that was last year and then I go I mean the year before (laughs) I do that probably at least three times a week to someone where I'm explaining something I'm like you know last year when we went to wait a minute the year before last year when we went to Colorado remember that It was like oh yeah that was the year before we need to go back to Colorado you know (laughs) but yeah So, I think you did too. I think we should, for all the people that missed out on something, once it becomes less prevalent in our lives and everybody's had it already or something, um, just throw a huge party. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Like, this is like graduation, bar mitzvah, whatever Mm -hmm. you missed, this is it. Party.
1: Oh, yeah. So. I was waiting for prom. That was my one thing. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. So, I'm going to. I don't know where I don't know how much this would be I will spend money I'm gonna invite all my friends are gonna have a prom (laughs) I just want to dress
0: up you guys should just get on board with this year's prom or something and be able to go um, all (laughs) together or something or have an extra 2020 prom for you guys because everybody's had pretty much COVID by now except for like me and two other people that's Mm. it you haven't had it either I haven't either Danny's over here, so he's giving me some (laughs) hand signals. Well, okay, so you're going to KU, Mm -hmm. and then from there probably London to become a star, (laughs) Um, or Paris, or something How about all of them? All of them. I believe you. I believe you will, um, really. But um, I really appreciate you for catching a pocket with me, and I'm going to put all your links on the notes section, and if there's anything else you'd like to say. Um oh, just thank you so much for having
1: me here. Yeah, it's, it's my this pleasure. This is wonderful. My first podcast. Awesome. <laughs> and I've, I've never really had an interview before, so this is a well, nice yeah. first experience. <laughs> I
0: love talking. <laughs> Great. I'm pretty mellow, so I don't really, I don't put off the, you know, Barbara Walter vibes or anything <laughs> like that. So no pressure. And I'm really glad you came. And good to meet you too, Dan. Thanks. Thank you. Uh, Thank you, Amy, for coming, and thank you guys for listening and learning about another inspirational artist in Wichita. If you guys have any ideas, shoot me an email at catchapock at gmail.com, or, you know, you can catch me on Instagram. I'm doing some TikTok stuff, but it's really kind of random. Um, give me some feedback on this stuff, guys. I'm really interested in your opinions and what you guys think is happening in Wichita. So with that, I hope you guys catch a pocket you could be proud of. Catch you next time.